Welcome to Zenly Organized, a podcast that helps entrepreneurs better organize themselves, optimize their time, and boost their productivity so they can scale their business serenely. My name is Sarah, and here I talk about organization and productivity tips, goal setting, habit formation, biological rhythms, personal development, mindset, self-care, and much more. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and leave a review. Now, sit comfortably, grab a drink, and get ready to zenly organize your business. Hello, and uh, welcome to this new episode. I'm really glad because today I have the amazing Camille from at Hollywood Holistic, and she's going to talk to us about limiting beliefs, a topic that I think is very, very important to help you um, move forward in your projects and uh, live your dream life, the life you really want to live. So I'm really excited to be here with her and I'm just going to let her introduce herself. So she tells us more about who she is and what she does. Hello, Gami. Hello, Sarah. How are you? Good. And you? I'm good. Thanks. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for the nice introduction. Um, but to give you a bit more detail, so yes, my name is Camille. I'm French, as you may hear, and I'm a holistic life coach. I've been, and I mainly work with women in a life transition to help them manage their stress and emotions and feel more confident and serene in their lives. Wow, that's uh, amazing. Very, very interesting and very useful um, to work on such topics. So uh, let's jump into today's topic and uh, let's start with maybe uh, defining what limiting beliefs are because uh, it might not be this uh, clear what limiting beliefs are for everybody. Yes, 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 of course. And as you mentioned uh, off record, uh, this is um, something that we may hear a lot, especially nowadays, but we still might not get the whole perspective of it, uh, if I may say so. So, uh, yes, limiting beliefs, <laughs> obviously, are beliefs that limit ourselves in, in our actions, I would say, because when we look at um, the, the, the scheme of from what happens from the belief to how we act, then usually there is a thought triggers, so the belief triggers a thought, and this thought triggers an emotion. You mm. spoke about the emotion earlier. And this emotion usually manifests into an action or inaction, mm-hmm. in that sense. So when we have limiting beliefs, usually we prevent ourselves, consciously or not, to act and do certain things. So... This would be my definition. I'm not a psychologist, but this is my own understanding and experience uh, mm. from, from it. Yeah, yeah, no, totally agree. That's also uh, my definition. Okay. <laughs> so, <I> think, <laughs> yes, we're good. We're good. <laughs> and, but, you know, maybe this is like, we understand the definition and uh, I think most of us, we can already kind of think about some of the beliefs we mm. might have that uh, that are blocking us or preventing us from doing um, things we really want to do. Uh, and it it happens to everyone. I mean, I don't know anybody who doesn't have or at least didn't have limiting beliefs mm-hmm. that 
prevented him or her from doing like what um, they really wanted. So I think that's why it's also important to think about it and reflect um, and identify our own beliefs because it it can have a huge impact on on what we achieve or not. <laughs> yes, or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so what are some of the most common limiting beliefs? I can't speak for everyone, obviously, but from my experience mm. as a coach, because as I said earlier, I work with women to manage their stress and emotions. And as a result, we want them to have a more balanced life and mm. feel more at peace. So what comes often is um, the self-worth. So mm. feeling, of, yeah, it's, it's a belief to not be good enough or not worthy enough mm. um, it often also goes back to to love to being lovable and as a result um, I can include myself as well because this is also part of my story but when we think we are not good enough as we are then we tend to adapt to please others mm -hmm. and we end up doing things to be accepted and not rejected because we are humans and we are social animals so we end up doing things not for ourselves but for others yeah. uh, and that's the, the this limiting belief making us doing something to fit in mm. so it's not an limiting belief that doesn't make us do something although of course it can manifest in different ways mm. but it makes us do things we wouldn't do necessarily in the first place if we would feel worthy yeah yeah and I think also like they might do us things we think others want us to do instead of what we want to do and mm -hmm. that's um I mean you sacrifice yeah you, like your dreams your desires for other people's and I think that's uh yeah that's uh it's it's sad and I I it makes life a little less exciting, I'd say, less, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't, I feel like you might have some remorse and things like that because you didn't do what you really wanted to do instead of doing what you wanted to do just because you think you're not worth and like <laughs> worthy enough. Yeah, yes. I think, I think we can, like most people can, uh, can relate to that. It's, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> it's something that happens very often unfortunately and especially in business I think and we were talking about that like before uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> the recording of doing things we think for example our clients want instead of like what we want of course in a business you also need to do something that other people want but the mm -hmm. what's important also is that you like what you do and that yeah like you are your business so you have to yes yes I, yeah. I think this um this um notion of authenticity is very important and especially nowadays we live in a standardized society and with the social media we get to see the life of so many people so we would never known about um, mm. in the real life that it reflects back to to our own life and it may not be necessarily the life we would live mm. 
Mm. Um, but because we see it as a, as a standard, we, we also tend to think, okay, this is what I should be doing. Mm. Um, and again, it goes back to the belief that we are not good enough as we are. So yeah, we should change. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So true. This, this is a, a huge struggle with social media, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trying yes. to kind of wanting to fit in and thinking that you have to be a certain version to to be accepted yes. and successful, <laughs> like not just accepted but as successful. Well. Yeah, as well. Yes, mm. yes, yes. And yeah. Uh, yeah, this feeling of not being good enough can be, as you said, uh, related also to to the success. I'm not good enough to to succeed in my in my life in general in my goals. Um, is another one yeah Mm. yeah yeah so yeah it's very important (laughs) to work on those limiting beliefs uh, because they can have a huge huge impact on on Mm -hmm. our our life and yeah our success or even just like yeah living the life we really want instead of the one again we think we should be uh leading Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> a lot of food for thought. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes, indeed. And are there any other um, like limiting beliefs you've seen a lot with your clients? Mm, then they are like disempowering. Like, of course, they are all disempowering. But uh, the, the, um, the feeling also to be lazy, like mm. I am lazy. Yes, those beliefs we have about ourselves <laughs> of things yes. we can't, we think we cannot do. Or that we are not. <laughs> exactly. Like, whatever we will do, it will never be enough mm. as well. So um, that we have to prove something to others. Mm. So we, we also put a lot of pressure on ourselves um, to, be, to be recognized as someone we are not. <laughs> but as yeah. someone, yes, that, that would... Um, be seen as successful so it's also important to redefine because we we're talking about success earlier as well mm. to redefine what success is to us mm. to to make sure that we are living the kind of life we, that that is important to us yes yeah absolutely yes so so true and yeah. so how can we get rid of our <laughs> limiting beliefs <laughs> i think that's kind of the, yes. the hard part i mean no the hard part also is recognizing we have these beliefs but yeah. also then working uh to get over them that that's not always easy either <laughs> no it can take a lifetime yes <laughs> it's yeah. a journey really yeah and this is what i found um funny not funny but it's that uh limiting beliefs are mostly um programmed in our brain uh, until the age of seven or this is what uh, psychologists uh, agreed on mm-hmm. and when you think about it seven years in a whole life is nothing but this is when our brain gets programmed by mm. uh, the environment the culture our own experiences and often also our family so uh, with that <laughs> then we we experience the life as we know it and yeah sometimes people may not even realize what their limiting beliefs are mm. so they can't change and 
it might be good, it might not be. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I tend to think when you're not aware of all these things, life is just more simple. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, but in our in our case, um, yeah, the first step, as you as you mentioned, is to become aware of those limiting beliefs, and we may do that by paying more attention to our self talk, because mm -hmm. usually these are uh, the the thoughts we repeat ourselves. Um, like, uh, yeah, no, I I can't do it. I'm not, you know, I'm not confident enough to do it. Mm. Uh, who who, I, uh, who am I to want even to do these things, you know? Yes, the uh, imposter syndrome. <laughs> As well, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. exactly. <laughs> so, so this is um, also an exercise I like to give to my clients to start uh, paying more attention to their thoughts. Um, maybe just journal Um yeah, for five minutes a day, for a week, for example, to at least start listening to, to themselves. Mm. Yeah. 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 Self like inner self-talk is so powerful. I mean, uh, and you did a lot of great posts about that on Instagram. And every time I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, this is so true. Like, why are we harder on ourselves than we'd be mm -hmm. on anybody else? Like even our worst enemy, I don't think we'd be as harsh <laughs> on them as we are on us sometimes. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. We we tend to be our worst enemy, uh, while we should be actually our best friends because we are the only one person we're gonna spend so much time with. <laughs> so Luckily or not. Enjoy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we definitely should enjoy, yes, our own company. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes life easier. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I mean, I've been paying attention to that uh, for a while now. And it's so, well, I, it's not funny, but I mean, it's, it's funny how like mm. easy it is to be critical about ourselves. Like and even just like things like, oh, you're so dumb. You know, why mm. did you do that? Mm. You're so dumb. Or, oh, you're so stupid. Why did you say that? Or just like these small like very short sentences mm -hmm. <laughs> that we tell ourselves, but even like unconsciously, sometimes I have to catch myself. I'm like, no, Sarah, you know, you're not stupid. You're not dumb. You're not. And it's so hard because it comes so naturally. <laughs> yes. Yes. But the more you catch yourself, then the, the, the easier it will, it will be to first stop talking to yourself like this, because then you stop reinforcing this wrong message. Mm and then replace it slowly but surely yeah yes. yeah it takes time <laughs> yes it's definitely a work it in is. progress <laughs> <laughs> it does yes and it makes me think of um, my nephew for example he's um six and a half oh almost and at the end of the seven critical years <laughs> exactly and and here we are exactly at the end of this um construction phase I would say um and sometimes yeah he does think and he says himself wow I'm so stupid <laughs> I can't do it I'm so stupid and I'm like oh this is this is so sad this will yeah. take years <laughs> to this this deconstruct oh to deconstruct yeah and this comes from yeah how even to to joke around you know uh his father may may say stop doing this uh stop uh, making this stupid face for example mm. 
yeah. but this can still be interpreted as I'm stupid, <laughs> mm. although it's not the intention from from the parents, from the adults. Yeah, so true, so true. Yeah, I think, of course, not to shame anybody. <laughs> of course, no. It's just normal. We like we. Yeah, like we say, oh, yeah, you're so silly or, oh, you're so dumb or, oh, you're so stupid for doing that. Even if it's like meant as a joke, we never know how mm -hmm. the person takes it. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. The, the, that's uh, important to mention as well. And that's why um, even as parents or adults, we, we can't have the perfect education, uh, even when we know about these limiting beliefs, you, we still plant seeds in the brain of the children with or without any intention but yeah. it's still the natural process of growing so yeah as long as we have good intentions we can protect them from everything <laughs> yeah that's so true so true that's yeah fine. definitely and so the first one... oh no sorry sorry <laughs> no it just made me think also i wanted to to share this movie um i don't know if you saw it it's um it's called king richard richard and it's quite recent it's with um will smith and it's about the venus sisters um ah. the sorry the William sister, sorry. Ah, William. yes, yes, Venice William. William. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, Venice yeah, sisters, yeah. I know who no, she no, is. No, 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 no. Yeah, so it's about the, yeah, the, the tennis women and how they were brought up by, by their father who had this big plan for them. And I don't know how true everything is, but it had such a positive speech always and mm. reminding them that they are strong they are capable they can do anything they want and I was like wow imagine if we would have <laughs> such a such a environment to grow and strive I think by now we could do anything I mean we still can of course but <laughs> yeah and, and uh, I think also like we're bound to have limiting beliefs because as we said, like as children um, and even as adults, I mean, you, you never know what impact like something will have mm -hmm. on you. Something that is seen as positive by everybody else, for some reason, you might take it in as negative. And so believe that, you know, exactly. because of that, you are X, Y, Z. So it's mm -hmm. almost impossible to not have any <laughs> limiting belief uh, at all uh, well I think it's impossible like I don't mm, I don't think mm. it's possible not to have any uh, unless you were yeah no even if you were like brought up alone in the forest I think you'd still have <laughs> some but um, I think it's also like one of the challenges in life is that we have to to grow past these beliefs and it, it's part of growth so you know, I don't think we should shy from limiting beliefs, but really kind of try to to overcome them because it's part of uh, our adventure here on Earth and it's what makes us grow. So exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's beautifully said. Yes, that's what makes life exciting and interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so the first step was, of course, to recognize we have yes. these beliefs. Then yes. you said to pay attention uh, to like self-talk that can help also 
recognize what um, beliefs we can have. What, exactly. uh, what are the other steps for? Yes. So once we have identified the thoughts, we can go back to the beliefs, the, the roots that generated the thoughts. And uh, from them, we can also ask ourselves where. So we mentioned from the childhood, but who knows? Uh, but it may help also in the process to identify where it comes from. If something like because we were influenced by our parents, for example, mm. we may got a, a belief that is not ours, but mm. that belongs to our father, for example. And I just found it, it, it helps to make peace with this limiting belief and to give it back to that person and maybe also show some compassion towards mm -hmm. that person because no matter what they did, they tried their best. So there's no hard feeling. But that's yeah. that's optional. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's true. It's true. And um, this is something I'm actually like looking into right now, like psychogenealogy and how mm -hmm. like fears and beliefs of like our ancestors, like even our grandparents mm -hmm. and even further, like it can have an influence on our own beliefs and our, our own fears. And that's super interesting, like the impact it can have. And as you said, so well like we have to make peace and like not hold grudges but just kind of make peace and start like a new kind of cycle you know be like okay i came into this world with this but now i free myself of it to um to start something new and and keep going <laughs> yes. yes it's like gaining a uh, certain independence uh, earning your life again and uh taking the the direction taking the lead yeah yeah love that absolutely <laughs> all right and uh yeah so we were at the yeah identifying the roots and then of course then when we know what's holding us back <laughs> we can decide what we want to believe instead mm -hmm. who we want to be so this is when um we can usually start to work with affirmations or mantras but even if so that would be like the, the bonuses you know having things on the fridge on the mirror <laughs> listening to a positive affirmation every morning when you go in bed um, mm. to really because we spoke about the, the negative self-talk and mm. we have in average I think 60,000 of thoughts so yeah. most of them are negative so of course then when you make space to replace the negative ones by with the, the good ones then of course it helps and supports the the process mm. but yeah. uh, I would say also um, yes and to to look for evidence also yeah. in your life that prove you that your old belief is outdated mm -hmm. and once you find the the, the good no, once you find those evidences, then you can build upon them. Okay, yeah. no, actually, I'm not so. I'm not so bad at, I don't know, mathematics. Um, <laughs> mathematics, exactly. A classic, a classic. <laughs> a classic <laughs> beliefs for women, exactly. <laughs> I'm not so good at. I'm not so bad at mathematics because I got an A at the last um, for the last exams. Mm. And now I'm uh, nailing my own account, <laughs> my uh, 
accountancy yes um, yes <laughs> bookkeeping <whatever>. yes <laughs> bookkeeping exactly <laughs> something we most of us dread <laughs> <laughs> exactly to add some fun to the episode <laughs> yeah. i mean so, in all honesty i actually like doing that and like having spreads and things like that <laughs> okay and what was this mathematic beliefs uh one of yours um I have to say not like uh it was always good at mathematics in school but because I did a lot of exercises I was kind of a nerd to be honest mm -hmm. <laughs> so um I wasn't like naturally you know like I had some some classmates who they just kind of got the the exercise and they were like oh yeah well that's easy and some of them like even came up with new ways of uh finding the answer things like that's like that's not me i needed to put in the effort <laughs> mm -hmm. to be good but it was not like something i i dreaded but um but yeah i know a lot of people who who did and that's the thing you know it's not also i think our kind of society if you don't have like an ace in in, in um on a subject like you're not good at it you know you have to be and i actually had some friends like those friends who were kind of geniuses at maths they had like C's, you know, <laughs> because mm. they, they were like, yeah, but because they didn't put in the work, like, of course you can be like talented naturally at something, but then at some point you also kind of need to put in the effort. Um, yeah. So they were geniuses, like, absolutely. But they got C's, whereas I wasn't, I was good, but not like super good. And I got A's. So I think also like our society puts, a lot of value on grades and not um, on other things <laughs> mm -hmm. that so that also encourages kind of beliefs in people like oh you were not good in geography in high school because you got like b's or c's and so oh that's it you're not good in geography yeah but i mean knowing by heart like the capitals of europe is that really being good in geography <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly so we also always have i think to put things into perspective and see like do i think i'm not good because of course like for example i didn't get good grades yeah but do grades really represent like my worth you know we mm -hmm. always as you said like we have to kind of dig into the cause because if that's a cause for your belief well you know maybe it's easier to be like yeah well i mean it's not because i didn't have good grades that i'm not good at that <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. That, that's good that you mentioned that because, again, the, the grade depends on the external validation. Exactly. While actually, when we are reworking your beliefs, we should find our own proof mm. from ourselves and rather than, yeah. I love outside. that. Love that. Yeah. So, so maybe my great example wasn't a good one. <laughs> it can be, but uh, it shouldn't be uh, the only the only one yeah yeah no of course i i i don't <laughs> i don't recall you giving that as an example <laughs> sorry <laughs> but it's just like for example you know like of course you can have a good grade and be good at something it's just that it's not because you didn't have a good grade i think it's more like the other way around like if you mm -hmm, didn't mm -hmm. it's not because you didn't have a good grade that you are not good in said subject exactly mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's why looking for some evidence that supports this new belief is also important because we tend to filter mm -hmm. everything that happens to our life to confirm and validate 
the existing beliefs. So once we consciously want to shift that, then it's like we put putting new a new pair of glasses. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also it's important to actually seek new, uh, like to actively demonstrate to ourselves mm. by taking action and you know like doing the thing for example I used to think I was not good in sports like I was convinced mm. I was not good but once I realized like why do I think that you know and I started being active like daily and trying new sports and things like that and so it built you know uh, because I decided I wanted to become a sportive person I wanted to become active so I started kind of like actively seeking occasions to prove to myself that you know that that belief is not true yes I love that yeah exactly and I, I was just thinking also about um people who are not uh, confident mm. and uh, lacking of self-confidence they, they a question I like also to to ask or that you could ask to yourself is okay what would a self-confident person do Mm. And then embody more this new personality you want to create Love because that. it will help you re reprogram. That's the word I was looking for, reprogram mm. the belief. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Love that. Yes, absolutely. Like this is a great tip. Many people uh, say that. I think it's, it's hard to kind of put like to, to, no. Yeah. I don't know how to say like, Again, it's a journey, I would yeah. say. Like, it's sometimes you would catch yourself having those negative thoughts and you will stop and pause like, okay, what would a confident, to, to keep this example, what would a confident person think in this moment, mm. in this particular moment? And what would she do? Mm. And yeah. it can trigger the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very important. <laughs> Yes. And um, yeah, I mentioned earlier already the, the mantras and the affirmations. Um, I don't know if this is also something that you used in the past. Yeah, I love that. I, I think those um, coupled with uh, action, those are really great, um, like positive affirmations. Uh, yeah, because they really help kind of replace um, kind of if I can say physically <laughs> in your mind, <laughs> the, the negative thought, like, yes, of course, action, um, it kind of shows you like, uh, for in concretely how this, uh, thought is not true, but sometimes, as you said, we tend to seek confirmation. So if we try to replace this thought with a, a positive one, then it kind of starts like this circle of seeking confirmation of this new thought this new uh positive mm -hmm. thought instead of the negative one so yes those are very powerful i mean um, our mind is very powerful so it is <laughs> and we don't always um realize it but uh we really have kind of control like not completely because some parts of the our subconscious and everything but we do have kind of a uh, a huge impact on on our thoughts and we can change them and kind of control them mm -hmm. agreed yes it's it's work let's be honest it's so easy to just <laughs> let on negative self-talk uh, take over and yeah. and um and fall into uh, a self-beating um, mm. spiral i would say but uh, there are certain things that we can change and that we have control over so mm. 
yeah, it's not easy. It's a journey, uh, and we should enjoy also the journey. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, w- one last tip I would um, I could give is to also look back. That's also uh, one of my favorite exercises to do. Um, to really look back, and instead, because we mentioned looking for evidence in the in the present, but mm-hmm. also in the past, and to acknowledge also how far we've we've been because sometimes we may get stuck in this never good enough Mm -hmm. but um when we look back we can we can have um yeah have a yeah kind of confirmation of uh realize all the journey we we've made like we've been through yeah thank you yes yes and uh in the reality and not just our mind because we tend to focus also on the negative and what's missing in our life but yeah take the facts and and celebrate as well that's that's very important of the process yes (laughs) yes we're always kind of looking forward to what's next and even like and i i try very hard to do that myself but i have to say like um even just like yesterday i was looking at what were my successes in in January? And it's so hard. Like we tend to only think about the negative or what didn't happen or what we didn't get wrong. That was very easy. I was able to like <laughs> list everything that didn't go well <laughs> in the month. But when I got to the successes, I was like, what were my successes? You know, it's like so hard. And also like take the time to celebrate. We're just kind of, oh yeah, I got that. Okay, perfect. What's next? And this makes it so hard for, yeah, to 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 feel like, uh, to recognize everything we've accomplished. So uh, I think that's it. Uh, Thank you so much, Camille, for being here. You gave us such uh, amazing tips and a lot of food for thought um, on how we can work on our limiting beliefs. And I mean, I think it's really important to work on that because it will help us um, achieve what we really want to achieve. And this is very important. Yes, yes. And and thank you for having me once again. It was really inspiring. And as you said, um, working on our limiting beliefs is also a way to help us move forward and even faster towards our goals. So it might be the missing piece of the puzzle. (laughs) Oh, love that. Beautifully, beautifully said. Love that. (laughs) So thank you so, so much. Um, Where can we find you? Uh, yes, I have uh, an Instagram account. <laughs> Amazing, um, very good. She she shares so much great content there. <laughs> Thank you. So it's um, at Hollywood Holistic. Um, I'm bad at the spelling, so maybe you can add <laughs> to the everything, description. Everything will be in the description. Anyways, I mean, <laughs> I don't think anybody like remembers anything. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, exactly. And when we speak like that in the podcast i always put everything in the link <laughs> in okay, the description. thank you perfect <laughs> yeah so i have an instagram account a website and i actually also have my own podcast which yes. is called holly me and um, we talk about mostly self-acceptation so how to move from self-criticism to self-acceptance and um, yeah sharing my experience also inviting guests to share theirs uh, or tools as well and uh, make some, yeah, make peace with ourselves. Yeah, her podcast is so soothing. I mean, uh, <laughs> I love Camille's voice. It's, 
it's so yeah like calming soothing and her podcast is very great so i definitely recommend going and checking it out and of course it will also be in uh, the description and if we want to work with you how can we do that yes good question <laughs> so i offer different services the main one is my three months coaching program to help you uh, work on your self-acceptance i called it a journey to self so we explore your needs your values your strengths and help you gain the confidence to take more action and yeah, make um, yourself comfortable with what makes you unique. <laughs> Beautiful. That's so important. So this is my main program. And uh, for those who uh, want something a bit lighter, uh, because sometimes, you know, one session is enough. I have those one-shot sessions of 90 minutes. But I also have, and this is something new, uh, the group coaching. So it's a one-hour group coaching session, uh, up to four people. So we keep a, group, uh, a small group. So the idea is to basically have a group coaching slash women's circle. So there that. is a, a part of a theory uh, with practical exercises and space for us to share our challenges or just what's been on our hearts and find support and compassion. So the next um, first session actually will be next uh, Wednesday on the 9th of February at, um, let me think, I think it's 8 p.m. GMT plus one because now I'm minus one, so I have to think. <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's what I saw in your post. It was uh, plus one, so okay. 8 p.m. Thank you for GMT plus one. <laughs> no, me too, I'm always like, oh my gosh, like time zones. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah perfect i uh, will put also all the details to that in the description if you're interested oh the topic i forgot to ask what's going to be the topic of this uh yes. coming session that might be the most important for <laughs> the listeners uh it's about stress management because as i mentioned in the beginning um working mainly with women to help them also manage their emotions and their stress during this transition phase of the coaching process so that would be the focus for this amazing one. <laughs> amazing who doesn't need a little bit of help with stress management <laughs> excellent unfortunately <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly unfortunately <laughs> thank you so much once again for being here and i hope uh well i'll see you soon uh on the podcast maybe for another episode who knows that would be a real pleasure Thanks for everything. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening until the end. You can go to zenlyorganized.com to find the episode's notes and all the mentioned resources. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and leave a review. It's a free and easy way to encourage the podcast. That's it for me today. I wish you a Zenly Organized Week and I'll see you for the next episode. Bye.